Welcome back to another episode of Chalk Talk. Today we talk about NCAA football makes a return. We have some NFL free agency talk, and we have some questions pertaining to March Madness. But fellas, we we begin today with Tom Brady winning yet another Super Bowl ring. Uh, Hadley, do you want to start us off with just a breakdown of uh, you know Tom Brady's run and the Buccaneers' run this year, and just an overall breakdown of uh, the Chiefs Bucks game from from last week? Yeah, all year I kind of. I, I would say I didn't take them as seriously as I should have. In the playoffs, I definitely looked at them as a real threat. But up until then, uh, that 11-5 record just didn't really speak to me. Um, but, you know, in the Super Bowl, the defense came up huge. Every single play got to the quarterback. I think Mahomes ran, like, 400 yards or something crazy. Like, it, it's just... It's insane how much that guy had to maneuver and try and make something out of nothing in that game. So props to the Buccaneers' defense. Uh, looking at Tom Brady, I don't think he did much. Uh, but good game, managing game from him, I guess. Uh, it's what he does. He uh, gets to the Super Bowl, uh, plays half-decent, and wins rings and gets called the GOAT because of it. So I won't stand for it. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, congrats to the Bucks. Uh, I hope Shaq Barrett gets paid big. Uh, Godwin too. Uh, great run by them. Yeah, I was gonna say if you were to tell me that Evans and and Godwin were gonna combine for like what less than I think like sixty yards or something, something like that. Yeah, I would have been shocked if you were told me that you know Gronk was gonna catch two. I, you know, I would maybe thought that you know Gronk would would catch one, but Gronk and and Brown. Two wide receivers to catch touchdown passes. I would not have, uh, not have bet well on that. But hey, Pat McAfee, anytime score with Antonio Brown, Gronk, yeah. Fournette, yeah, and he won that parlay almost at half. I know he hit it like it was, it was nuts. Yeah, but, uh, but uh, congrats to Gronk. Love the guy so much. And hey, congrats to AP. We haven't had our uh, our fair share of uh, you know similarities in the past decade, but. <laughs> You know, I'm happy for you, kiddo. Yeah, I mean, from looking at Antonio Brown, like, he, he did take the Super Bowl win, you know, I think with, like, a, a humble approach. He wasn't, like, uh, I would have thought that, you know, you would have seen something crazy come from him. But I, I think some of that had to do with, you know, maybe Tom Brady, you know, conversation with Tom Brady about how to, like, you know, go about your business and stuff. Just because, like, you know, last off season you saw just, you know, turmoil with him and, I was I was shocked that we didn't hear a lot from Antonio Brown, which was probably a good thing. So, I I really think that the media just drives people insane, and I think that's what happened there. Yeah, yeah. Because ever since the media has let him alone, he's been you know a good dude. It seems like right. So I mean, yeah. I just think the media is, can really control any storyline that they want to. Right, and like you know when he was with the Steelers, like it was just clip after clip of him arguing with Todd Haley on the sideline or him throwing something like those were the only clips they showed of him when they brought his name up. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like they were showing anything, you know, good about him and like the whole situation with, you know, him and bell and the turmoil in Pittsburgh. So, I mean, even, you know, him whipping out his phone during the locker room or in the locker room during a, you know, post game speech, that kind of just the media blew that up. And I think that's what ultimately, you know, gave him a bad rap. Now, granted, you know, Mike Tomlin did put up with it and props to him for that, for putting up with, you know, everything. But um, at the same time, um, it was just, it was it was nice to see Antonio Brown just kind of, you know, chill and 
kind of accept, you know, his role and, you know, not making them all about himself. But sport, I want to get to one one key play I think that really dictated the game, or that I thought could have dictated the game, was when uh, the Chiefs stuffed Jones on that fourth and goal. Did you think that the Chiefs, you know, if they got that since they got that stop, do you think they were gonna go down and score right away? Yeah, I thought uh, I thought since they made a uh, four down stop, I thought they would turn around and because they had the momentum on their side, I, I thought they would come down and, and score. Right. Yeah, I mean, I would have. Was, was that was that the same was that the same drive whenever Kelsey dropped that first down pass? Yeah, so that was that that was that drive where Mahomes scrambled on. I believe that Kelsey dropped it. It was in his hands. I think somebody was like down near his feet. You know, maybe trying to. Yeah, but it was right. He should, he, he should have had it. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely thought. Well, first of all, I thought the Buccaneers they should have given it to Fournette on fourth and fourth and one right there. If Jones didn't get it done, you know, on third down, why not give it to the big back? And I, I honestly think Fournette would have scored. But anyway. Um, yeah, it was just ultimately came down to that offensive line of the Chiefs and what really dictated the game. Hadley, to your point, I think, yeah, Mahomes rushed for 497 yards behind the line of scrimmage, which was insane. Um, and, I mean, he really didn't get help from any of, his, any of his guys for the most part. I mean, I know Hill's, you know, drop in the end zone, that was tough because he was twisted, but, I mean, the ball did hit him right in the face. Um, who was it? Who dropped the ball when he was basically parallel to the ground? It was a running back. Was it? Yeah, yeah, it was Williams. Right in his hands. Right. Um, so he had three drop passes by his receivers. Yeah. I, like, do you guys, this might be an un- unpopular opinion, but I feel like I'm starting to see a trend. I thought it was at first, but do you guys think that this is the best, quote-unquote, bad performance you've ever seen by a quarterback? Um, I would, I mean, from Mahomes' standpoint, I think he was – for what he was going up against and, you know, his effort, I think this was his best, worst game that he's had. I mean, I wouldn't even say that it was really bad. Bad. I mean, he had a couple bad throws. I mean, there was – Whenever you're done, I want, I want to add something. Yeah, yeah. Right? Go ahead. Yeah, I'll be done here in a second. Uh, I mean, he had a couple bad throws, but, like, you know, some of them were right on the money, and, and he was at least, you know, extending plays for his receivers. I mean, the Buccaneers did a good job of, A, up front getting to him, which that's what started all the, all the pressure, and then – even the secondary did a really good job of just, you know, not letting anybody release or get open. So they, they made him move and limited his options. So, Sporty, go ahead. I just want to throw which is one factor. Yeah, I know that Tampa Bay dominated the game, but uh, both offense and defense. But uh, the one factor that I did notice affected uh, the Chiefs was uh, they had to reshuffle re- their offensive line. They said uh, they played three new three new offensive linemen at three different positions. Right. So I think uh, I think Eric Fisher, him getting hurt, was a huge part uh, for their offensive line. Since they had to reshuffle linemen, you know they're not they're not on the same page. Right. Uh, I, so I think I say I, I think that Fisher not playing played a huge role in favor of Tampa Bay. Getting pressure on the Oh yeah, I mean they couldn't. Do you guys have, do you guys have a, any say on, on that? I mean, I would say that yeah. Obviously, it starts up with the, the guys up front, and if you you know don't win the battle of the line of scrimmage, you're gonna lose the game probably nine out of ten times. I mean they couldn't they couldn't run the ball. Obviously they couldn't throw the ball with Mahomes running, you know every single play. But uh, yeah, I think that was definitely probably the most highlighted 
an important aspect of the game that really dictated uh, the Chiefs' downfall. Hadley, go ahead. Yeah, I I definitely think the line just looked like it was non-existent, and that's that's just sad to me because Mahomes really, like we're saying, he played so well. He made some of the most. He probably, I would say, made three of the top five incompletions I've ever seen in my life in one game. <laughs> the guy's unreal. What this performance did for me is made me realize that he's even better than I thought he was. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so, ton of respect for Mahomes. I think he wins so many Super Bowls through his career. I personally think that he still can overcome uh, Brady as the GOAT when it's all said and done. I know people are very hard and resistant to change when it comes to the GOAT conversation. Mm-hmm. Look at MJ and LeBron. But I think Mahomes still has a real good shot. He's incredible. Yeah. Hey, man, having great. <laughs> um, hey, Manning is amazing. Yeah, He's yeah. amazing. All right. Um, yeah, going to your point about you know Mahomes being amazing, I just wanted to throw throw this little tidbit in here. I, I, I knew this information, but I forgot to mention it last podcast. Mahomes, we were talking about you know our our starting five from the Super Bowl rosters. Mahomes, he did average nineteen, I think nineteen point nine points in high school. Uh, so he, he's quite the ball player, football, basketball, and baseball. So he, he can he can do a little bit of everything. But uh, to your point, where you're saying that Mahomes can you know still past Brady um do you think he has to beat him again in the playoffs if not you know in the Super Bowl to to overtake him or you know pass him or do you think that even though he's his only two losses are to Brady do you think he can still um surpass him I mean me personally just objectively watching that game it was nothing to do with Brady versus Mahomes yeah, and we all know that if we really dig down uh, and look at ourselves here, it w- it came down to the Buccaneers' pass rush getting there in a half a second every single play, not letting the Chiefs touch the end zone all game. It, that's all it came down to. It wasn't Brady versus Mahomes. It wasn't this great quarterback battle. It was one guy that was protected with a great defense. And the other guy was not protected with a penalty happy defense. Mm-hmm. That's what the game came down to. I think if Mahomes can reach even five Super Bowls, he's the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. Him and Aaron Rodgers at the moment. Plus that many Super Bowls, I'd give him the goat at that point in time. Yeah. And I know Sport, you said that, you know, Mahomes could still I believe you said this last podcast that Mahomes could still uh you know, pass Brady. Um yeah, I, 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 have a I have a prediction here. Wait, all right, God, lay it out here. What's your prediction? Uh, is, how old is he? About 23, 24, 24, Mahomes? Uh, Hadley, that's, 24. Yeah, I was going to say, Hadley's probably got a better gauge at that than I do. I'm going to say, in the next, I'm going to say he plays for another 20 years, okay? Puts him at 44. Okay. Wow. All right, all right. All right. Uh, when Brady has another year, he'll be, what, 44 or two? Is that correct? I'm, or is he 42 right now? He's going to be 43. It's some, somewhere in there, I believe. So it's something like that, yeah. So Mahomes has one ring. Brady has seven. So Brady could have eight, you know, one more year. So in the next 20 years of Mahomes playing, 
This is my prediction. I'm not saying he's going to win all the Super Bowls, but I'm saying in the next 20 years, he'll be in at least 10 Super Bowls in the next 20 years. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Hot, hot take coming out with Sporty. I'm not saying he's going to win all, all 10. No, yeah, right. He'll be, he'll be in ten Super Bowls in the, in the next twenty years. Okay. All right. Yes. Yeah, so this. So that that leads me to a bunch of other questions. All right. So I'll, I'll first. I'll first start with uh, Sporty. How many Super Bowls do you think Mahomes can end up winning? So he has one right now. How many do you think he ultimately wins? I think he can. I think he can win eight, eight more. So that'd be hell. I think he can pass, pass Brady if Brady, Brady retires after next season. So is this? So all right. So I'll, I'll jump to Hadley. Hadley. How many Super Bowls do you think he'll win? Mahomes? Yeah. I think repeating what Brady ever did is going to be so tough because the, t- the talent at the quarterback position is higher than it's ever been. So, I'm going to say four. That's going to be my guess. Okay. And I-, I was going to put him. I think the most that he's going to win, I think he's going to get to possibly five. Um, yeah. And I-, and I think but this leads to my next question. Can he win? Can he win without Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey? So, if you put him in another system with other guys, as long as he has talented guys around, it doesn't matter, you know, if they aren't Hill or Kelsey. But I'm just saying, do you think he can win those Super Bowls without Hill and Kelsey, or do you think they're going to have to, you know, be that kind of trio that helps, or that duo that kind of helps Mahomes win win his Super Bowls? Hadley? Yeah, I, I would definitely say that he's incredible enough to where you can put, you know, decency around him and he can make, like, crazy plays with them. You know what I mean? Right. Hill and Kelsey help. And that's why they're practical, like, locks for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. With those two. Yeah. But, I mean, if you gave him, I don't know, we'll say, I don't know, I'm trying to think of an average receiving core in the NFL right now. Um, oh, I'll, I'll give you two teams. I don't even know if they, you know, considered an average core, but I'll, I'll just say, uh, let's just say, you know, he goes to the Cowboys. Do you think he could win a Super Bowl with the Cowboys? Yeah, I mean, I, I do. I think he could. That's what I'm saying. I, he like those are still great weapons that he could work with. He's gonna make them even better, and then by scoring a ton of points, the defense takes stress off of it. All right. You know what I mean? I, I think he could. Yeah, Sporty. Do you think uh, Mahomes could win a Super Bowl with uh, the the Browns' current roster right now? Uh, I would say yeah. Uh, I mean, if, if Mayfield can almost beat them at Kansas City, but uh, yeah, I, I think if he has, like Hallie said, I think if he has a decent receiving core uh, around him, uh, yeah, I, I think he, he, he can win. Just receiving core, yes, but but I'm not sold on to say like uh, the Cowboys. I, I don't think he'd be okay with the Cowboys. Offensively, yes. Defensively, Cowboys need. Uh, a lot of help on the defensive side. Right. So, so, yeah, so, so yeah, it could be one of those situations where it's like this year where it's like, you know, if a couple guys, let's just say he's on the Cowboys, a couple guys, linemen go down, um, you know, he could be in another whole situation that he was in this year where he just gets, you know, blitzed on a four-man rush every, like not blitzed, not the defense blitzing, but he gets, you know, blitzed himself or he can't stay in the pocket. Um, so, yeah, I'm saying it, it all depends on, on these other teams if, if their offensive line can hold up in their defense, because Kansas City's offensive line was was good all year, right? And their, and their defense was good all year. But if, if you put them with, I'm just if you put them with like a, a Raiders team, I don't think I don't think they'll do well. But I don't think 
Right, yeah. See, my, my only counterpart to that is I feel like if you put, say, Andy Dalton on the Chiefs, mm-hmm. the defense is exposed. Then we start saying, oh, their defense sucks. Right, yeah. But then if you put Mahomes on there, they're so, they're so good and reliable on offense that, like, mentally you're taking so much pressure off the defense and, you know, they're not getting exposed. Maybe they give up 26 points. Mm-hmm. A game. Yeah. Well, you're scoring 30. Right. So you're winning games, so they're, they're not getting exposed. But if you have Andy Dalton, then you're getting crushed. Yeah. That's whenever, you know, you get exposed. So I think in, in the NFL, quarterback can really mask a defense. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot, lot, of, lot of football left from uh, Mahomes. And, uh, heck, even maybe a year or two or maybe a little bit more for, for Brady. To, fellas, do you think Brady can win another Super Bowl, Sporty? No. Oh, yes. oh yes. no, and yes. All right, uh, Hadley, that was a quick no, so I'm going to start with you. Why, why are you saying no? No, I just, it's so dang hard to repeat in the NFL. Um, I see next year being his last year. Uh, so basically you're asking me, do you think he wins next year? I just don't think so. I think it's too hard to repeat. Um, that defense is absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Let me just say that. It's incredible, but there's just too many good teams up and rising. I think they do not get it done. Yeah, I mean, it, it's gonna be. I, I mean, there's always that. You know, it, it could, it could happen. Um, would I take? You know, the rest of the NFC stock. Yeah, I would take the field right now. Um, just, I just, I think it's very. It's gonna be tough to beat. Well, obviously, you know, we don't know what Breeze' situation is. Um, but to beat three former NFL or Super Bowl MVPs on the same playoff run, I just I don't think that's gonna. I don't think Brady can do that again, and that's I don't I don't know if we'll ever we'll, I mean, we'll probably see it again. But that's just something that you know doesn't happen a heck of a whole lot. So it's definitely gonna be tough for them to get by. Um, you know, some teams like that. So so sporty, you're saying yes. Um, and I, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Hadley where I think you know next year might be his his last year. So, um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no, he's not gonna win another one. Sporty, why why do you think he's why do you think he uh, why are you saying yes to this question? Uh, because I I think the the Bucks in the offseason are gonna surprise a lot of other teams and re-sign uh, a lot of their guys who are gonna be free agents like. Uh, Chris Coleman, I think they're going to re-sign him. Uh, I did see, I think, uh, Leonard Fournette, I think he might be a free agent. I think they're going to re-sign him. Um, so I, I think a lot of the pieces, um, because I, I think that's going to be like a, like a time and legacy. Brady goes out, retired, and he's going to win two Super Bowls back-to-back. So that'd be like a... Might be in history books. Right, yeah, that, that would be something to go out with, you know, when go out, uh, you know, make, make history. Back right, to back two four rings, uh, got eight eight rings. Got, you know, basically your whole all your guys back from this past year. So I, I think, uh, and I, I and Bruce Arians keeps saying keeps saying two years in a row. That be that keeps stating that they're going to win win again next year. Yeah. So he's he's already. He's already getting locked in for next year. Like, that they're going to win another Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I first of all, to your legacy point, yeah, that'd be cool. You know, winning 
two two of your eight Super Bowls that you're winning come in your last two years when you're you know forty plus years old. That'd be pretty remarkable. And then you know it, it's it's again this is why I'm you know right now I take the NFC uh, the field, but there's there's still a, per, a small percentage of me. You know there's always that Brady effect. He could bring in. You know, if a couple guys decide, you know, not to resign or whatever the situation is, it's the Brady effect, and guys are going to want to come to, you know, Tampa Bay, knowing that, you know, Brady's going to be the quarterback. So, no matter who's on that Buccaneers roster next year, you know, you got to give him a, you got to give him a chance. So, Kev, I just have one more thing to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So, for everyone that thinks that Tom Brady cemented his legacy and this was the ultimate, you know, cherry on top, you're wrong. And let me tell you why. Because that team was stacked from the get-go, and then you're putting a pretty good quarterback on it, right? Mm-hmm. Which they didn't have. They had a trash can. They had someone that was throwing 33 interceptions um, and basically saying, here, other team, here's the ball. Uh, Brady doesn't do that, um, and they, that was all they really needed to be to be a playoff team. Mm-hmm. But then his experience, you know, obviously helps in the playoffs. So I want people to calm down because when you have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette on offense, oh, not to mention Rob Gronkowski, the best tight end of all time, um, and then you look on the defensive side of the ball, you have maybe the best linebacker in the league, Devin White, another top five linebacker in the league, Levante David, a great back half. An incredible pass rush. I don't want to hear it. So, uh, yeah, he did not cement his legacy. It's still wide open. I want to see some after you're done. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sporty. But, yeah, that's, that's about it. Wait, are, yeah, yeah he's good. Yeah. He's good. All right. Now, I just want to throw this. It's just a random question. I just want to know what, what you guys think. Or if, you put, if you put Brady and Gronk, on a, I'm not saying the past. I'm just saying there's 32 teams in the NFL outside of the, of the Patriots and Bucks. If you put Brady and Gronk on the same team outside of the Patriots and Tampa Bay Buccaneers, can you can you guarantee that they'll go to the Super Bowl? No, no, no. And I can I can think of one team already off the off the bat that I'm saying no to, and it's it's the deep. Well, not that you know. This is just a. I don't know why this is the first team that came to my head with, but but the Detroit Lions, like right. I I just don't even think like they they have I mean Swift yeah he's good but young I mean they don't have like too talented of a wide receiving core that's what we're talking about that you, you need the a little bit above average wide receiving core uh, to make to make a run um, especially with Brady and him not being mobile if he's just you know I just let, let me let me throw let me let me throw let me throw a team out there for you okay. Let me throw out. Let me throw out the uh, uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, yeah, I'll say Hadley. Go ahead, you take this one. Why not, Hadley? Just basically, if you take what I said, like I said, their defense is top three in the league. I'd go to say, and they have one of the best wide receiver cores we have ever seen. You're talking about the you're talking about Buccaneers, correct? The Bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus a great offensive line. Let's let's give them some credit for once. No, yeah, they, How they, many times have you seen Brady go down this year? Right. And they were able to run the ball pretty effectively. Right. So. They had, had the formula for an incredible team before Brady even came. Right. 
Brady's Brady and Gronk's ever been on. I, I mean, do you think that? I would say those early Patriot teams would give it a run for his money, but I would say this is the most talented roster he's ever been. Out of, out of the six Super, out of the seven Super Bowls, yes. they, they have. Do you think this is the, the best team they've been on? Yes. This is the yes. most talented team that Tom Brady has ever played with. Yes. So, all right, we'll we'll leave it, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I, I mean, it is you know, football is that team, that team sport. And I, I mean, while Brady and Gronk, they're they're two impactful guys. They would need they would need some help around them, obviously, to, to get it done. So it's not just like you can slap those t- two on any roster and automatically go to the Super Bowl. So, um, all right, so we'll move on here to NFL free agency. We've got a couple guys here. J.J. Uh, Watt announced that him and the Texans have uh, agreed to part ways. We'll start with him. What, where is his? Uh, where do you think his landing destination will be? Hadley, we'll start with you. You know what? I'm going to go a little outside of the box, and I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. Ooh. I like, I like that. I like it. That's a head pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's a perfect landing spot. I think they've been missing that, that edge pressure. On defense, um, if they still have Leslie Leslie Frazier, he loves throwing those blitzes. That'll help out a lot. Uh, I think their offense is already, you know, they've already shown that they're incredible. I think he goes on the team, makes them immediate contenders right away. And I don't know. I think it's a great fit for him. Sporty, where do you think uh, Watt lands? To go along with uh, happy prediction. I'm going to go with, with another team in, in that division. I'm going to go with the uh, Patriots. Ooh. Patriots. Wow. That's a head scratcher. That, that is a little bit of a head scratcher. <laughs> I'm scratching my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, just think, I just think they need help on the defense, on the defense line. Uh, yeah. Uh, just, I, I think a, a, veteran, a veteran present guy, I think, can take control of their defense line and you know, cope well with, you got uh, uh, Chase Winovich, uh, another guy, uh, Josh Uche, both young guys. Uh, I think if J.J. Watt comes, uh, signed with the Patriots, I think he can guide them along and be a, a veteran presence for the uh, Patriots defense. Right, yeah. I think he might be wanting to go to a contender. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Right. So I don't think the Patriots are a good fit for him. I mean, if they can somehow get they the... Well, yeah. yeah, they can draft a great quarterback like Fields or Wilson. We're we're talking, but right, I mean, no, they, uh, might, they might be getting that Jimmy Garoppolo from the San Fran. Uh, I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy G's not bad. Let's we'll go back to, to his roots. Right for now, sport it's a head scratcher. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, going back to our uh, our prediction of what Mac Jones, Josh Allen, uh, possibly. Uh, Deshaun Watson with the Dolphins, and then Justin Fields with the Jets. Like that could be, yeah. That that would be oh, that'd be, that'd be, pre- be that'd be a pretty pretty wild uh, NFC or AFC East. Um, you know, being a Steelers fan, you know, you'd love to see you know both Watts on either end. So I'm I'm gonna I, I want him to, to go to the Steelers, but um, you know, I think he could end up in um, he could end up in uh. Seattle, if if he can, if Russ, you know, if the, if the, if let me just say this, if the Seahawks want to pursue 
Watt, and they end up, you know, signing him. I think that's another reason for Wilson to stay, and they can also focus on drafting, um, you know, some offensive linemen. I think that'll help, you know, the Seahawks case to to keep Wilson, um, and they could be a pretty, pretty, pretty deadly team, and that would just add to that yeah. NFC West. So, um, I want him to go to the Steelers, but my my landing prediction is uh, the Seahawks. I've also seen. Um, I want to say the Titans and possibly the uh, the the Packers as two other spots, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where he goes. So, um, moving on to Juju Smith Schuster, Hadley, where do you think he goes? I think he stays with Pittsburgh. I think he loves Pittsburgh too much. I think the city loves him too much. I don't see a, I don't think we see a divorce here. Mm-hmm. Sporty. Uh, I don't think him and Ben have a good relationship, so I think he wants out. So I'm going to say he goes. I'm going to say he goes with uh, Derek Carr and the uh, Oakland Raiders. Go out west. Uh, go back out to, uh, yeah, go out, back out towards uh, USC, close right there in, uh, right. in Vegas close and stuff. To, close to his homestead. All right, yeah. So um, I'm going to say he stays with the Steelers. I think, uh, you know, he's a likable guy. Uh, I mean, I know that's not all of it, but uh, he, see, here's where, from a Steelers fan, here's where I really appreciated him it was when. Even though he wasn't, you know, he's technically their number one, but he didn't put up numbers like he was the number one. He, he, you know, he realized that he was gonna, you know, get double teamed and not maybe catch as many balls. And he let, you know, Deontay Johnson, you know, shine. So from that aspect, I think he's a. That's what you know a Steeler wide receiver in this system needs to do. If you're the number one, you need to accept the fact that, you know, you might not always be that. Statistically, but. Um, he, he played hard. He grinded out this year. So I, I think he's back and he stays with the Steelers. Um, fellas, we mentioned about this earlier. Chris Godwin. Where does he go? Have they go ahead? Well, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say um, that he actually stays with Tampa. I think, um, you know, he probably wants to run at it with Brady again. Mm-hmm. And you already have guys like Mike Evans saying, uh, you know, he's going to restructure his contract. And then Bruce Arians is saying, oh, he'll be back. Um, I think he just stays. I think he likes where he's at right now. Yeah, it's a, it's a good fit for him. Uh, Sporty, where do you think Godwin ends up? Yeah, well, I'm going to go with the Patriots. I think the Patriots are going to just revamp the whole, revamp the whole team. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, J.J. Watson's going to go there. Go there. <laughs> and uh, like I said, uh, Texas and Alley can look so. I'm going to agree with Hadley. I'm going to say he's back with the Buccaneers again. He's going to want to try to run it back uh, with Brady. Um, but then after that, you know, is it? do we see a long-term deal here? Do we see just kind of like a maybe a one-year deal just because, you know, Brady's potentially done after next year? Um, but for now, I'm going to say he's, he, he stays with the Bucs. Um, here's an interesting name because here's a guy. He's pretty talented. He just hasn't had, you know, the offensive help. Uh, to get him, you know, really far into his career. Uh, Allen Robinson. Hadley, where do you think he lands? Yeah, I'm going to say this one loud and proud. I think he ends up with the Indianapolis Colts. Ooh, all right. 
<laughs> I think uh, they're missing that reliable guy. Um, you know, that's that's what Pittman was drafted for, but he's still young, still developing into that role. Mm-hmm. Um, you got T.Y. is he's reliable, but he's also an over the top. Um, hopefully, we re- re-sign him. Um, and then Paris Campbell, another speedy, you know, big play receiver. But we're really lacking that physical, you know, sit at the, at the sticks, get the first down, you know, keep the play going. All right. Sort of guy. So I think he's a perfect fit. We have a ton of cap room to work with. Receivers is something we need to address, and I think he's who we got. After. All right. Sporty, where does uh, Robinson land? I'm going to go with another head strategy here. I'm going to go with the uh, Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. That, well, you got, uh, got Stephon Diggs, who's the main guy, but really, you don't have a, outside of Diggs, you got, you don't have a true other threat. Right. I mean, they got, they got Beasley and Gabriel Davis. They, they don't have it, outside of Diggs, they don't have another downfield threat, you know. Yeah, and I would say, they don't have that tall, that, that tall wide receiver. To put pressure on Diggs. Yeah. I mean, all pressure going on Diggs. Right. Yes, yeah. I would say he had his best year ever this year with putting the Buffalo Bills. Right, yeah. Um, but I'm going to go with uh, Alan Robinson, too. Uh, he'll be another uh, deep threat. And also, you know, catch hitches here and there. But just to take pressure off uh, Stephon Diggs, I'm going to go with the uh, Buffalo Bills. All right. Um, I've been... I've been trying to think of, uh, you know, what wide receiver this team is going to get. Um, I mean, there's a ton of options, but I'm going to go with, uh, you know, even though I don't want to see him go here just because, you know, he's, he's going to the rival team, but I, I think he's going to go to the Baltimore Ravens. I think they need um, they need somebody, you know, outside of Brown uh, to consistently catch balls. I mean, even though, you know, Jackson's a runner and they, they got a good ground or running running attack, uh I just think they need that guy who can, you know, again, go up and get 50-50 balls. Um, and really, you know, if if Lamar Jackson, if they're struggling, if you know, if teams are, you know, taking away the run, then, you know, he's going to need help in the air. And I just don't think he has enough uh, enough help right now. Um, I mean, obviously you have Andrews, but uh, I think they go out and, and structure a deal where they can get Allen Robinson. And I think that can ultimately help them make a, a deep playoff run. Um, last guy here. Um, everybody, I mean, everybody loves him. How how can't you? He's an older guy. I mean, not that he's gonna you know necessarily start anywhere, but we we got Ryan Fitzpatrick. Where where do you think he ends up? Hadley, go I ahead. Think I think he stays with the Dolphins. I think him, him and two have a great relationship. Um, I don't see a team that really wants him to play right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I just think he's gonna stay there on a small one year deal and keep going with Tua. Yeah. Sporty. I'm going to say they're, they're going to ship him out west. Uh, I think it's going to be to his team. I'm going to say uh, this little bull, another head scratcher. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know my head's been scratching. <laughs> <laughs> say the team. <laughs> the uh, 40, uh, 49ers. 40, okay. <laughs> I was, I was, I was honestly thinking them uh, before the podcast. But why do you think the 49ers? Uh, like I said, I think they're going to ship Jimmy uh, Garoppolo to the Patriots for, for you know, for a draft pick, and I think uh, I think the Miami's going to ship him out to uh, San Francisco. San Fran- if they if Jimmy Garoppolo gets traded to the, 
Patriots, they won't really have a true veteran quarterback. Right. So I'll, right. Say, I'll say the I'll say the 49ers. Well, all right. So I got I got two teams in mind. I mean, yes, I I think he could stay. You know, with with the Dolphins. Um, but Sporty, I thought you were gonna say you know ship him up to the Patriots. I mean, you were rolling with everybody else going to the Patriots. I think he, he, he here here's a landing spot where you know. Bill Belichick, he doesn't want to. If he doesn't, if he, if they draft a quarterback, you know, with Mac Jones, they're gonna want a guy up there to, you know, kind of help him transition and kind of see some things. Um, and if you know, if Jones doesn't perform well, they could always, you know, throw Fitzpatrick in there. So I could see him fitting in, uh, fitting in with the Patriots. Or here's here's maybe a bold prediction. I could maybe see him going to uh, Jacksonville. He stays in the state of Florida, but he's gonna go back up Trevor Lawrence. And kind of guide him. So don't be too surprised if whichever team drafts, you know, like like a Jones or uh, Lawrence, Fields, Lance, uh, or um, Wilson. Don't be too surprised if uh, if, it, if teams are interested in, in getting Fitzpatrick along with the ride. I'll leave it at that. So uh, now we're going to move on to. Um, I mean, we have all this all this championship talk right now. I'm going to give you some guys both. In the NBA and NFL, we'll start with the NFL. Um, just give me a prediction as to who do you think will win uh, more championships, or um, if you if you think you know like neither of them will, who do you think is like better structured or has the potential to win more? Um, so we'll start right off the bat. You know, draft picks one and two this year. Uh, Sporty, who do you think ends up winning more Super Bowl rings, Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields? I think uh, Trevor Lawrence. I think uh, I think I think he's gonna be better coach down in Jacksonville. Get some, so I think he'll be better equipped. Plus, I think he's an overall player, better player. Plus, I don't. I think Fields is gonna get hurt uh, more often than uh, Lawrence in the NFL. So I'm gonna go with uh, Lawrence over uh, Fields. Okay, Hadley. I'm going to take Fields over Lawrence for almost the exact opposite reasons. Um, Thanks, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, like, this is assuming they're one and two and he goes to the Jets. Right, yeah. Um, I think Saul is a hell of a coach. I think he coaches him up. Um, I don't think Urban Meyer is a good coach. I think they're going to run into a brick wall here in a few years where they need to rehire. And, you know, Lawrence is going through all that. He might even leave within. By the end of his rookie deal, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna say Justin Fields. Um. I mean, I know they're both, you know, potentially gonna get drafted to a uh, team in the AFC. Um. I mean, whichever, whichever one of these, if, if either of them are gonna win a Super Bowl, they're gonna have to be on the opposite side. Uh. Whether that's the NFC or heck, if Patrick Mahomes ever ends up in the NFC, they're gonna have to be on. They're gonna have to be in the AFC because I don't. I mean, they're gonna have to beat him in the Super Bowl in order to to get. I mean, in order to win one. Um, I'm gonna take. I'll take Trevor Lawrence. Um, I, I mean, there's not much for me to really elaborate on this one. Um, I mean, just you know, if, if Field ends up going to the Jets, I mean, you have you have Josh Allen. You have to compete against um and you're also gonna have the Patriots who are always you know still still a threat um 
Trevor Lawrence, you know, he's gonna they're gonna face the Colts, and the Colts are always a solid team. Titans are always a tough team to beat. But uh, you know, without Watson there, without really a true I'm gonna say without a true top notch quarterback down there in the AFC South, I think uh that's what, what could help uh Trevor Lawrence's case as opposed to Fields because you know you got Josh Allen to a, if you know if he starts coming along here and then whoever the Patriots get, I think it's just gonna be tougher uh for Fields to beat those guys um than it is Lawrence, you know, to, to beat maybe a Tannehill or maybe a maybe a Wentz guy if he goes to the Colts or whoever whoever the Texans quarterback is. Um so so I'll take I'll take Trevor and then you know for, from years to come I, I still like uh Lawrence maybe to go to another team and maybe uh win a Super Bowl uh with them. All right, Baker Mayfield or Josh Allen? Hadley, we'll start with you. Yeah, I'm going to say Josh Allen. Uh, I think Baker Mayfield's a good quarterback. I don't think he's great. I think Allen's developed into a great quarterback. Um, he keeps trending upward, and they keep building around him. I think he will get at least one. All right, Sporty. I'm going to go with the option. I'm going to go with Mayfield. Uh, <laughs> I, I think he'll be uh, down the road. I think he'll be a, an overall uh better player uh, he, just got, he's, he's, he just has that swag to him I think <laughs> he's got a little too much swag he's got to bring it more onto the field days. so uh, I, just think, I, I just think he has a better mentality than uh, Allen uh, I, I just think he'll be an overall better player down the road so I, I think uh, you can see Mayfield get, get that uh, ring before uh, Allen okay um, I'm going to go with Allen, just based on uh, what we've seen uh, progression-wise. Um, he is turning into a pretty uh, pretty solid quarterback. Um, you know, not not to take anything away from the Browns this year and, and Baker, but uh, I, I feel like with the with the way the Bills are structured right now, I think they could uh, they could really you know be a threat even again next year. Um, I'm still you know. Still not sold on the Browns. I mean, you know, I, I know they beat the beat the Steelers and and they they played Kansas City, you know, in a pretty tight game. But there was still just a lot of things I felt like that that you know it has to go the Browns' way for them to be in the game. You know, like what two what didn't the Chiefs miss like two two field goals that kept the Browns you know in the game and the Steelers you know they a lot of self inflicted errors. Um, not to take anything away from the Browns, they played hard this year, but I, I do think um, I do think Allen can can get to one. Uh, I really I don't know if I ever see Baker winning winning a Super Bowl. So, um, Deshaun Watson or Lamar Jackson, sporty. Uh, I'm gonna say Deshaun Watson. I, I think uh, I think if he's with the right team, I, I think he can. I think he can do well. Uh, it's just it's just. He just doesn't have a good playmaker. He doesn't have a, or I should say, playmaker. He has playmakers. It's just the defense. Uh, Houston's defense isn't that great. Uh, their offense. Uh, he's, he's got good receivers. Uh, tight end, so far. But if, if you put him with a, a better team, I, I, I think uh, I think you can get a ring before Jackson. Jackson. Uh, I don't know. He's just. I would say he's more of a runner. Uh, his passing skills aren't very good. I think uh, Watson's a better overall. I would say that Watson's a better overall player than Jackson. Uh, I just think uh, 
terms of lying and said, I think Watson would have it better than uh, Jackson. If you put if you put the game on the line, I, I'd go with Watson over Jackson. So I, I I'd give uh, Watson a ring for uh, Jackson. Okay, Hadley. Yeah, I'm also gonna take Watson here. Uh, watching the dude in college, he clearly has to be a factor uh, that you look for. Which is why I have no idea why Mitch Trubisky was drafted over him. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is this is me assuming that he goes to the Dolphins because I'm pretty sure that's what the odds are favorite is right now, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm just gonna look at the Dolphins. Uh, they have a good team, and I think he's good enough. I don't know if he wins Super Bowl, but I think if he gets you know to a Super Bowl, I does I do think he wins it. Um, Lamar, personally, I'm a big Lamar guy. I think he can throw the ball. He proved me wrong that MVP year. He can throw the ball. They need to change their scheme a little bit. I think they're a little too run heavy. Um, and whenever he's forced to pass late in games, I don't think he's comfortable. Mm -hmm. I think he can do it. I just don't think he's comfortable. So until they make some schematic changes... I'm gonna go with Watson. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you guys with Watson. Um, not that not to take anything away from Jackson. Uh, you know, he, he's clearly stated that he can uh, improve and that he can take his team deep into the playoffs. But uh, again, yeah, I, I I do think they're gonna have to get a little bit uh, get a little bit away from uh, that that you know run heavy offense, and they're gonna have to really um, let Jackson throw the ball more earlier in the game as opposed to you know when when they're down, just making him carry the team and force, uh, force the ball in the air. So I think if Watson gets in the right system, he can definitely lead a team to the Super Bowl and, and get it done. So, um, All right, so now we're going to go to – I got uh, a couple NBA guys. Just give me just give me the give me the name. Uh, if you want a short description, go ahead. Luca or uh, Tatum? Hadley. Um, I'm going to say Luca. He's a better, better player in my opinion. Sporty? Uh, I'll go with Howie. I'll go with Luca. Overall, better stat performance. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with Luca as well. I mean, right now, if you were to tell me, I would in the next, you know, year or two, I'd probably take Tatum just with you know right. how his team's structured. But overall, I think Luca at the end of at the end of the career, I think he gets uh, more rings. I think he's gonna have kind of like that uh, LeBron, uh, maybe Brady effect, where you know guys are gonna want to come play with him. Uh, Zion or Ja. Sporty. Uh, I'll say Morant. Uh, overall better. Hadley? Stats. Okay, all right. Um, so, before I make this pick, I just want to go back. And the last one and this one are very different because although quarterback's really important, uh, it's always a team effort in the NFL. In the NBA, it really can't be player-dominated a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, so just I just want everyone to keep that in mind when I'm making these picks. I'm gonna, go with, I'm gonna go with Zion. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Zion as well. I mean, right now the Pelicans they are structured uh, pretty well. Um, they're just not getting not winning the games. Um, but I do think Zion can can eventually get you know one or two or I I can see him winning one or two. Uh, I don't know if Morant will ever win. A championship or not, unless you know he's later on in his career gets put with kind of like a like a trio, kind of like a super team. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go Zion here. 
Uh, Mitchell or Murray? Abby? I'm going to go with the Spider. One of my favorite players in the league. He is a superstar, Jack. He is. Sporty. I'm going to go with Mitchell. Mitchell? All right. I'm going to go with uh, Mitchell as well. Fellas, do you think the Jazz can get it done this year and win it win it all? God, I hope so. <laughs> Sporty? Probably amen to that, buddy. <laughs> but, but the answer is no. Uh, as much as I'd love it, uh, LeBron James and Anthony Davis. LeBron's a top two player of all time, and Anthony Davis could go down as top ten. Right. Uh, so let's not forget that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say... The Lakers get it done, so unfortunately to the Jazz, no. Yeah. All right, Trey Young or uh, Devin Booker, Sporty? I'm going to go with Booker. I think, he, uh, I think he's an overall team player. Uh, Young, I think he's just a showtime boat type of guy. <laughs> so uh, I'll go with Booker as more of a team player. Young, he just he's just in it for the money. All right. Adley? Yeah, I'm going to say neither on this one. Okay. <laughs> I think Booker, unless he goes somewhere as a sharpshooter like Ray Allen did with the Heat, uh, that's the only way he's winning one. And then Trey Young is just not good enough. So, yeah, um, I mean, I, yeah, I, I think Booker, he's gonna have to go. You know, he he can't lead the team to to a to a title, and neither can Trey Young. Um, but if I had to pick one guy to win one, I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to Booker. Um, yeah, I'm not even sure that Booker could be the second best player on the team and win. Oh, right. No, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think he's going to have to be maybe that, that third guy and, and really help them, um, you know, like you said, be a three-point shooter and uh, get them get them going with their three-pointers. So um, sticking with NBA, we got two teams here. Hadley, I'll start with you just because you're the Warriors fan. How far can Curry take the Warriors this year into the playoffs? Well, Kev, we have been repping the We Believe jerseys this year. Which, if no one remembers, the Warriors were an 8th seed, the Mavericks were a 1 seed. Baron Davis and company led them on an upset. Mm-hmm. Right now, they're on pace to be an 8th seed. And the Jazz, lo and behold, are on pace to be a 1 seed. Right. What better matchup as an 8th seed? I think they could get it done in that round. I'm not saying they go very far because Steph is getting zero help. Right. But I think they could win a playoff series this year. And I think Steph Curry needs to be in the MVP discussion. I'm sick of the record. <laughs> LeBron James is not the MVP. Can we get that clear? He's not playing like it, nor does he deserve it. Thank you. All right. Sporty. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go along with Hadley's lines. Uh, Curry's. This year, I mean, I mean, I know he started out a little slow, but man, these last couple weeks, Curry, he's playing like the best ball out of anybody in the NBA currently. I mean, he's averaging 30, 40 points a game. He, he's putting the whole team on his shoulders. Yeah. When he won MVP in 2016 unanimously, he was averaging the same numbers as he is this year. I mean, with the Lakers, you got, I mean, you got. With James, you got a good supporting cast. Right. Uh, with, right. With right now with Golden State, he really doesn't have. To, I mean, you got. I mean, Wiseman, he, he, he's hurt. Yeah. Uh, and if, if they gave it to Russell Westbrook that one year that he was a six seed, why does Steph not deserve it this year? Right. Yeah. Seven race? No, yeah. I mean, outside, outside of Steph on that on that team, you got the next best man, I think Herbert, who's not Herbert, is 
Kelly uh, Oubre. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who is considered a role player if he goes to the Lakers. Right, yeah. But he won't even, even start on the Lakers. Kelly I know. Right, so yeah, he's like a six-man kind of guy coming off the... Not, yeah. even, not even a six guy. I mean... Oh, he's a six... Yeah, he's a six guy, definitely. I mean, I just want to say this one more time. LeBron James is not the MVP. If you're giving it to anyone right now not named Steph Curry, it has to be Nikola Jokic. That's it. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, you know, it's going to be... It's going to be tough for them to beat... You know the top three teams in the West in a in a, in a seven game series, um, but if I had to pick a team for them to beat, they're probably they're probably better off being the eight seed versus you know being the six or seven. I mean, if somehow they can make a five get there on the five seed, um, yeah, I could I would say they're making it to the second round. Um, but them being the eight seed, their best matchup is probably honestly going to be the Jazz. But um, you know wherever wherever the Jazz are, they're, I mean obviously they're going to finish one, two, or three. Um, and the Warriors need to be playing them in order to win the series. If they don't play, if they play the Clippers, the Lakers, I don't see them beating them uh, in a series. So um, if they can somehow avoid the Clippers or, or and the Lakers, uh, catch them in the second round, and uh, you know making it close in the second round. But I, I do see them uh, losing in the second round. So I'll, I'll agree with Hadley with one in sport. I'll agree with you uh, one round. Uh, that's how far Curry can take them, just because he need, he needs help. Um, switching gears over to the Eastern Conference, we got the 76ers. How far can they go, Sporty? Uh, I would say they're, they're one of the surprising teams this year. Uh, for the most part, uh, their team's pretty healthy. So, they got, uh, who's their coach again? Uh, Doc, Doc, Rivers. Doc Rivers. Yep. Yeah, they got a, they got a new coach this year. Uh, I think they're going to make a splash in the uh, playoffs. I, I think they can make it to the uh, Eastern Finals. Cool. Cool. Hadley, I know you're going to not like that take. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I think the furthest they can make it is the Eastern Finals. Okay. I think where they will make it is the Eastern Semis, so the second round. I think they'll win the first round, um, assuming they're the one seed, I guess. And then I think they run into a team maybe like the Celtics or, you know, maybe the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is going to win, the Bucks or the Celtics? I don't know, but I'm I'm saying that that's probably gonna go probably gonna go seven games. Yeah, I would take the Celtics in that matchup, but I just like I've said for ever now, Joel Embiid is a stud. Okay, mm-hmm. he's great. He's good enough to get them to the Eastern Semis, which but is why I stay healthy. Though, having well, yes, yeah, but Ben Simmons is not good enough. He's he can't shoot. That just hurts them so bad. When it's playoff time, it's like Giannis. Right. It's just like Giannis. They they will say, "Shoot, young fella, go ahead. You're fine. You're not making this." And that's he he doesn't even try to shoot it. That's the difference between him and, him and Giannis. Giannis is trying to get a jump shot. Ben Simmons isn't even trying. So no, they they're not going to make it anywhere further than the Eastern Finals. Right. I would, say, but I would say Simmons is more of a team player than Giannis. Giannis just comes down and just and just chucks, you know. Chucks up shots. Simmons is more of a assist guy, passer. Right, because Simmons, Simmons knows that he can't knock down that shot, so he's he needs to. But to, to in my experience with basketball, I don't. I'm not an NBA player, but <laughs> to learn to shoot, 
you need to shoot. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. You got. You got so it. the difference between Giannis and Ben Simmons is Giannis is trending towards a direction where one day he could be better than anyone we've ever seen. What's that? Simmons has pretty good function. Simmons is just staying in a straight line. Right. The player he is right now, he will be forever because he is not working on developing his game. Right. Um. I'm going to go with, you know, I'll agree with you too. I'm going to say, yeah, the farthest they can get is the Eastern Conference final. Um, with, you know, the lower seeds in the East right now, I, I do think they can win in one playoff series, but I think I'm going to agree with you, Hadley. I'm, I'm going to say they they lose in the Eastern Conference semis to, you know, either the Bucks or the Celtics or the Nets, one of those, because they're, they're sure they're, they're not beating, you know, two of those teams in a seven-game series. Um, but, but, hey, here we go again. I know Beal doesn't want to leave the Wizards, but to our point earlier, if they could somehow get uh, Booker, he's their three-pointer. I mean, that would be a that would be a nice uh, nice guy to get. I mean, I know as far as cap space and stuff, that would, he'd have to clear some stuff up. But uh, Devin Booker to 76ers, they, they, that automatically puts them in, into uh, contention for uh, winning the East, in my opinion. Um, so. Who say Booker or Beal? Well, originally we we always said Beal, but obviously Beal he doesn't want to leave the Wizards. So my next guy to get as far as a a score would be would be Booker. I think so. I think Beal's gonna get traded at trading deadline. Who, who knows? Um, to the Sixers. To the Sixers. See, that's I mean that's what we've said. All three of us we've said that, but uh, it's just on. If they, if they get if they can get Beal, they'll they'll definitely go in the Eastern Finals. Be in the Eastern Finals. Right. I still don't think it'd be enough to overcome the Nets. Yes, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, that that would be if they if they would play, you know, the Celtics, maybe the Bucks, that could maybe get them in there. But yeah, if they play the Nets, not in a seven game series, you got you got Harden, Durant, and Irving, and that's just I'm just not I'm just not sold on the Nets. I am not sold on them. In my opinion, if you have Simmons and Bede and Beal, all three, well, Harden and K D are better than their best in my opinion. Right, yeah. So I, I, I'm going KD over all of them by, by quite a bit. Right, so yeah. KD I, would take I would say maybe the Sixers can get a game, maybe at most two games, but yeah, they're not winning. They're not winning a series. They might even get blanked or swept. Yeah. So um, so some other news, big news, a couple weeks ago. NCAA football uh, video game is back, probably not for another you know two or three years. But uh, what have you missed most about um, NCAA football? Hadley, we'll start with you. Yeah, uh, a quick message to Electronic Arts. Uh, why? Why would you tease us? To come out with that graphic, say it's coming back, and then say in two to three years, why? But anyway, um, yeah, I, I do love the aspect of, like, you know, going to college and just, what was it called? The- oh, Road to Glory. Road to Glory, yeah, it confused me with Road to the Show in the MLB, but um, yeah, that's that's definitely my favorite aspect of it. I didn't play it much; I was more of a Madden guy, but it'll, it'll still be fun to play when it comes out. Yeah, Sporty, what are you most uh, looking forward to with uh, with the video game being back? Oh, hey, I love video games. I love it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> even though even though I'm terrible at it, that's nothing to say. You always beats the crap out of me. Uh, every, every game, every college game, I would get my hopes up. And just like Michigan, I get my hopes up, then bam, I get crushed. Well, I mean, here's the guy that runs fake field goal pass on on first and ten from the fifty. So, 
but now sporty I, I do give you credit you do put up put up the points and pretty solid but uh are you looking forward to uh you know just being able to play with michigan again yeah i'm looking to play with uh, michigan yeah michigan and their new team their new coaches new uh, maybe new players new quarterback all right so uh i'm ready He's ready. Everyone, you heard it here first. <laughs> here. Whenever it comes out, Chalk Talk will be hosting an NCAA tournament. Oh, that that's a wrap. Oh, uh, I'm 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 breaking the news already, Hadley. That that's a wrap, and I'm winning it. So <laughs> I'm re- I, I'm ready now. I'm ready. Well, I mean, road to, it, hey, road, road to glory, baby. Road <laughs> to glory. Um, just Amen. Th- thinking about uh, you know, college football being back. I want games like you know. I hope this brings back college basketball and i think it'd be really cool if you know the mvp baseball games if they could somehow make a comeback and my last game i want to come back would be nba street and nfl street those games were oh, NBA street. I love that game. those were the ogs on the ps2 so if they can if they can all make a comeback that would that would be uh that'd be great but uh but yeah college football you know we all we've been stuck playing nca 14 with some updated rosters but i just hope that you know the, the format of college football they keep their own format and platform and then they let Madden have their own platform. Please do not put, you know, the playing styles and concepts together. Um, I think it's good separated um, because you do have those fans that are more Madden and more college football. And I think separation for these two games, even though they're both, you know, both football games, I think it's better that they're that they're separate here. So we're gonna wrap up uh, the podcast. Looking at some March Madness, got a couple questions here. Looking at a potential bracket uh, come March. Allie, we'll start with you. Let's just say, granted, that Gonzaga, Baylor, Michigan, and Ohio State are, are all the one seeds. Um, do you see a March Madness where all one seeds make the Final Four? Uh, absolutely not. I think Michigan and Ohio State are very fluky one seeds. <clears throat> I don't think that holds up. Um, and if they were one seeds, I could see them losing their 16 seed. <laughs> Which... Oh, <geez>. so, <laughs> So out of Michigan, Ohio, out of Michigan, Ohio State, which team do you think would lose first? Um, I would say they'd both be in prime position to be upset by an eight-nine seed in the next round, but I would say the furthest they made is the Sweet Sixteen. Okay, Sporty, uh, do, do you see yes. this? Do you, th- do you see all four of these teams making the Final Four? Yeah, because uh, this year the uh, I think the COVID is going to play a huge part. In the tournament, I, I know, I know they'll be all in one bubble, but I think the virus is going to haunt uh, like the, some of some of some of some of the number one seeds. Uh, so, 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 so like, so like a Michigan who hasn't played in a while, you think they're going to be a little bit rusty come come play or come tournament time? Yes. All right. I'm, not sold, I'm, I'm sold on Baylor, but I'm not sold on the tag. I know they're good. Uh, they're they're trying to schedule. I mean, who who do they play? St. Francis. <laughs> I mean, I mean, granted, they 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 beat uh, they 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 beat Virginia. Have they beat, have they beat any top twenty five teams yet? Yes, they they had a their non conference yeah, wasn't. Really tough schedule. Their non conference was insane. Hold on, let me, let me see here. Yeah. There, there's a couple teams that I know they beat Virginia. They beat them pretty uh, pretty badly. Uh, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take my statement back. <laughs> um. <laughs> Let me just see here. I'll just rattle off well, some. St. Francis is, is bad this year, even though they beat Pitt. So. Um, let me see here. Where is 
They definitely beat Virginia. I think I want to say they beat. I know Kentucky's not great, but they still beat. That's a terrible. They're like five and eighteen. <laughs> but and I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, Kyle Perry. See ya. He's not, <laughs> dude. It's one and okay. They beat. I, I know. <laughs> No, sorry. I'm not gonna say no. Not Calvary. I meant to say Coach K. See ya. Coach K's not gone. He's not he's gone. Like retired this year because he can't win. He's not retired. <laughs> it's, so it's, Coach, it's, I'm gonna say it's gonna be a hammer. Coach K will, will retire. This year. <laughs> what is that? A plus a million odds? Dude, there's no That's way he retired. <laughs> just think that band's going on the field on the Super Bowl. Blow the odds down. Okay. Well, this episode has been the ultimate head Jeez. Hey, God, yeah, that, the title name. Hey, that game was plus plus 750 to Roman on the Super Bowl and a half. Okay. Well, yeah, because he made it happen, and there was nothing like stopping him from making it happen. I mean, if he wanted it really to happen, he could storm the field. But anyway, here's who Gonzaga's beaten. They've beaten Candace, who I know is probably five, uh, five or six seed. Uh, they beat Auburn. Auburn's, eh. Not very good. They beat West Virginia. Uh, they're, they're, uh, I thought they were good until they lost yesterday. I mean, they, they lost by one point in double overtime or something <laughs> like that. They lost to Oklahoma. West Virginia is still... They're still... A, yeah. they'll, be, they'll, be a top, they'll be a top four seed. Right, they're still a top 16 you know, team in the nation. They beat Iowa. Do you have any yep. thoughts and opinions on... Oh, Iowa just gets a yep. They don't get anything. Okay. <laughs> And then, uh, they've been struggling lately. They just whooped up on a terrible Michigan State team. So. Oh, relax, <laughs> They beat Virginia. All right, that, that's quality win. All right, so yeah, they, they do have they do have some. They, 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 got, they got two or three quality wins. Right. All right. So back back to the question. I'm gonna say, uh, I'm not gonna say all four one seeds make it this year. There's no way in heck with the way college basketball is going. There's absolutely no way all one seeds make it this year. Um, and out of these teams, I'm gonna say. Uh, Ohio State is the first to go, um, and I'm, I'll agree with you, Hadley. Michigan could be right there with Ohio State, but I I do think Michigan, um, I could see them getting the Elite Eight uh, this year, or heck, they could lose to you know whoever that eight nine matchup is. Um, all right, gentlemen, does a seven seed, uh, or lower? By lower, I mean you know obviously seven, eight, nine, ten, etc. Do you see one of these teams making the Final Four this year? Hadley? Yes, I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> any, uh, just because it's the year of uh, year of COVID and anything crazy can happen? Yeah, no, I, I don't have a team in mind. Like, there's no team that's really sticking out. Right. Uh, obviously, I've been huge on Illinois. Um, so, I, really, I think Illinois goes. Uh, this is all assuming it's different brackets. I'd say Illinois goes. I'd say Gonzaga goes, I'd say Baylor goes, and then I think in that fourth one it's going to be a real toss-up, and I think a 7-10 to 10 easily could make it. Right, yeah. Sporty. Yes, I, uh, I think a team, I'm not really sure what seed they're going to be, but probably 7. I'm going to say the, the uh, Mighty Ducks in, in Oregon. Oregon, whew. Hot take, all right. Yes. Um, I'm going to say, I, I, I'm not going to say, I'm going to say no, I don't think there's going to be a seven team or seven seed or lower to make the final four. But if I had to, I think there is obviously you know that potential that still could happen. But if I were to pick two teams that I think could you know live up to that hype of a seven seed or lower in the final four, 
watch out. We've said this before. Watch out for Purdue and Minnesota. All right, so we'll leave it with the Boilermakers and the Gophers. They're going to be right around that 7-10 to 10 range come tournament time, and, and they, they could do some damage. Um, how many 11 seeds and 12 seeds will win their first-round matchup? Hadley, how many do you have winning? Uh, I'm going to say one each. One each. Sporty. I'm going to say uh, the max number is going to be three. Three? Okay. I'm going to take – I'll take uh, – you know, I'm, I'll agree with you, Sporty. I'm going to say two, um, two 11 seeds win, and then I'm going to say – uh, 112. So I'll agree with you there. All right, and this is the final question before we wrap up the pod. Does a team that is seeded 13, 14, 15, or 16, does at least one one of those teams win this year? Hadley? Yes. Sporty. And I think it's the 16 seed versus Ohio State. Oh, <laughs> oh throwing, no throwing, throwing shots at Ohio State. Sporty? I'm going to say, uh, no, I, I don't think, I don't think Phillips can be as strong as it used to be because of the COVID. Uh, so I'm going to say no. Um, I'm going to say that one 13 seed uh, makes I'm going to say the max number is going to be 12, 12. So 12 seed will win, but after that, I don't, the 13th or 16th seed will not win. Okay. I'm going to hammer that. <laughs> I'm going to say one, thir- one 13 seed wins. Um, watch out for a potential Belmont uh, or Liberty team to to sneak up in there and maybe pull up an upset. So, all right, that was a that was a bit of a longer podcast, but we had hey, we had a lot to a lot to talk about. We'll be back. Um, we'll probably be back next week. You know, talk some shop. Um, disappointing, you know, no more football. So, um, but we'll be back. Looking at college basketball, NBA. Heck, who knows what's what's going to happen in NFL free agency? So, um, we'll see you next week.